All right, this is how we just continue into our Friday afternoon with uh, our travel guide, travel expert Sally Lucas, who has got a couple of fantastic destinations for us. Good afternoon, Sally. Hi, Mark. How's things? Oh, you know, ready to travel. Are you ready to go? <laughs> uh, let's fire it. Where are you going to today? Well, we're going to travel along Spain's spectacular Costa del Sol, and we might pop into Paris for a quick visit and maybe even Aitutaki, that wonderful lagoon in the Cook Islands. Gee, if you're not happy with that, you, you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> Talking travel each and every Friday afternoon, our travel guide Sally Lucas is here and she's about to install the virtues and basically let us know that there was a reason that uh, Christopher Case <laughs> loved Mallorca in Spain. All right, Sally, all yours. <laughs> right, we're just talking about a lovely vessel called Sea Dream and it's a yacht, like a twin... A, a, a super yacht, if you like, and call it that way. It's only got 56 staterooms, so you're not travelling with a crowd again. It's, it's a really lovely way of cruising. And of course, they can nudge in to all these lovely little ports that normally the bigger, ones the can't bigger get cruise in. vessels can't get into. So you're not going to be going to all the usual big ports, bar one, probably bar, Barcelona. But, of course, everyone does want to go there anyway. Uh, this starts in Nice, by the way. It's, it's an 11-night cruise which is great and so you're cruising along that lovely French coast but you're also pulling in again to little smaller French ports which are beautiful and quaint and they're you know you're just going to be getting out and walking around like because they pull it right up at the dock it's not like you're being in a big ship where they have to take you off you've got to wait to get on the the boat to take you into shore and back and you know so this is a lovely way of doing it because you're just hugging the coastline and, and cruising straight into these little ports and then from you do three ports of call in France, and then you go to Barcelona. Then you go to Palma de Mallorca, which is in the Balearic Islands of Spain. You go to Alicante, um, Motril, uh, Puerto Banas. And Puerto Banas is actually a beautiful um, yachting resort, um, and which is just somewhere different that you would not normally get to see. And also you're popping into the exotic Moroccan seaside city of Tangier. So it's a lovely itinerary for anyone who's really wanting to experience that Mediterranean gorgeous um, coastline and of course you do see things like in Palma de Mallorca they've got gothic cathedrals Moorish style Arab fortresses but a lot of these you're in you're seeing some tiny little fishing villages some untouched beaches um, lovely way of doing it so this is a, a brand new itinerary and it's just called Spanish Riviera Revealed but it's just wanting to I guess show you what you can see by going on a small ship and doing small ship cruising. And I know, so this is a, a type of holidaying that you've leaned on a little bit in the in the past. And you you mentioned that it's you're going to some of those places where they're a little bit off the beaten track, where there's not zillions and, and zillions That's of right. people there. So you can actually enjoy the, the the destination, which is which is a huge part of why we go away anyway. It is, and as I said, only having like the equivalent of roughly a hundred guests. It's not like a large ship comes into port with two thousand guests all. Of, Blonking yeah. themselves in a town all at once, so you're not feeling like you're you're one of thousands. Well, you're not, of course, but you feel <laughs> like you're more like one of the locals because you've got time to stop and smell the roses and really enjoy your stopovers. Well, that's the point because even if you're on the bigger vessels and you sort of stop somewhere, it's automatically a huge crowd because you're like you said you're one of thousands yes as opposed to being probably about one of 120 which is a lot more yes relaxing 
Oh, definitely, or even less sometimes. You know, they might have 120 capacity, but they might mm. only have 80 or 90 passengers exactly. on board. You know, it might not necessarily be full. But having said that, I think that's a lovely itinerary, and I'm sure there'd be people out there, our listeners, that think, would think that would be pretty nice. All right, pack your boat shoes and... <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Get on board. Yeah. Listen, Sally, I was... Such a hurry to get to Mallorca in Spain. We didn't let you wrap up on that, so uh, on no, you go. No, sorry. I, yes, I should have mentioned to you, by the way, that that itinerary, it is just only one departure at the moment on Sea Dream 1, and, and it's on um, the 11th of January 2023. And also, again, at the end of the year, sorry, there's two itineraries on the 11th of December. So you've got two options, one at the beginning and one at the end of the year, which is a nice time because you're not in the middle of that peak European summer when everything's so hot and so crowded. So you're better going in the off season. Just stay here and melt instead of spending your money to go somewhere yes. else. <laughs> so planning for next year would be better because getting on flights, as we were just discussing off air, yeah. um, is really difficult at the moment. It's booking out so far ahead that to try and get away in the next couple of months to Europe, it would be like hen's teeth at the moment. So really try thinking to plan ahead. That's all I can keep recommending. Now, with that in mind, because like you said, um, a, lo- a lot of folks are already for this for coming into the Christmas season, yeah. the people that have to travel, they know that they've got work commitments or school where they're travelling. They're locked in. So yes. maybe Europe will be a little bit uh, full, shall we say. Yes. Some other places that, you, that may be two or three on your list, Sally, you may want to put them up to the top. Yeah, well, Asia, if you've got, it's a huge continent as well as Europe. I mean, they're both huge continents. And so there's lots of countries tucked within Asia. And it's less flying time. You're more likely to get on a flight. You, your rates of exchange are great. Your cost of living is probably half of that in Europe and the UK. Cost of eating, etc. Um, you know, Japan, of course, the, the, our rate against the yen at the moment is excellent. And, of course, we know Australians love skiing up there as well. So, you know, just consider maybe if it was on your bucket list to go to some of the Asian countries, you're going to get very good value for money at the moment. So don't, don't dis, you know, put yourself off and say, oh, I've just got to hop on and get to Europe. You know, wait till Europe settles down a bit and it's not so crowded because, I mean, it's nothing worse than milling around with, hundreds and thousands of people you know it's it's much nicer to be able to do it in a more leisurely fashion so and, and just a suggestion anyway yeah that's it's, it's a pretty good one pretty decent one and with the idea of asia being so vast and huge and all mm. the rest of it um depending on what you're comfortable with some people might not want to have some of the COVID restrictions lingering around so some places will be a little looser on that yes. but some places still will be so you can kind of do your research and figure what's best yeah. for you and i mean as as we know that your travel agent is always there to help you with that because we've got our finger on the pulse and and know exactly what's happening with all these countries we get the updates on a regular basis so you know your travel agent's a wealth of information for you to help you guide you through all these areas and sometimes little minefields that you're not sure about so you know just support your local industries as much as you can and we all we all need that as we know um the other thing i was going to mention the gan as we all know and the indian pacific books out again also so far ahead it's not funny people have been waiting since prior COVID to get on and I was just doing something the other day um, for a client and um, she was wanting single um, and I thought I looked at her I thought oh geez you're going to be lucky and she was looking at like early next year when I say early like May the first half Mm. of next year nearly all the twins were sold out but you can still get singles so if your partner snores or you like to have a good night's sleep (laughs) book two singles I mean you're only in your cabin to sleep 
you're in the train in, in the communal areas usually. during the day. Yeah, yeah, usually. Well, on a train, you, I can assure you, they're not they're not big beds. Anyway, and then you've got all your offshore excursions that you do, and you're there. It's a real camaraderie on the train. Mm. Like I've done the Indian Pacific. I'm still on on my list to do the GAN. But, yeah, just consider that. It's it cost you a little bit more, obviously, to have two singles. But if you're really desperate to get on one of those train services, just consider that as an option because if you don't want to wait and you think, oh, I'm getting older, I don't want to wait another year, mm. I don't want to wait till 2024, uh, just have a, have a look and think about the, the single cabin option. Anyway, just I thought that was worth mentioning as well because some people have been disappointed because they haven't been able to get what they want. No, and that's it. And again, this is where talking to your your travel agent because they've got all the different ideas and a, a different. There can always be another way to sort yes. of skin the cat. Absolutely, it can be a circuitous route to get there sometimes, but we can get there. That's our main thing. All right. Now I'm actually seeing some paperwork there with some nice beaches and some folks scuba diving with a turtle. So let's oh, get into that. Man, this is the Cook Islands, of course. What a stunning place. It is absolutely magnificent. And Aichutaki, this article is on Aichutaki, which is considered one of the most beautiful lagoons in the world, which it is. And the water is so clear, like you can see starfish on the bottom. You can, it's, it, the sand is so white, you know, it, it's just unbelievable. Even the um, um, Lonely Planet founder, Tony Wheeler, he, he considers it just one of the, the absolute must-dos and best lagoons in the world. So it's just a fabulous thing to do. I only did it as a day trip, but you can go up there and stay, obviously, at a resort right on the beach, which is just fabulous. And when you go out, like they have all these other little islets, but they don't all get lived on. Um, so the um, the main island of Rarotonga, it only has about 10,000 residents, and it's about a 40-minute flight to go up to Aitutaki. Certainly, if you can afford to stay a couple of nights, and, and thank God it's opened up again to us, because I must admit, I can't wait to go back there. Um, the people, like most, islanders are just so friendly you can do lovely walks on these islands and you can swim as you say there's when you get out of these boats you're, sometimes the lagoon is very shallow in parts so there's special mm. boats that can take you out with a shallow draft and you're standing in the water and you've got these huge fish just swimming between your legs and it's <laughs> just it's just amazing it's just so unspoiled and so beautiful that if you haven't got to the Cook Islands yet, you might want to add that one to your bucket list as well. Yeah, and uh, get in touch with the island pace of life too. For a it's while. wonderful. It's just so wonderful. As I said, they're just so friendly. The food's lovely, um, you know, and it's just so relaxed. You just you just can't help but chill out when you go to somewhere like that. It's just you need to do that, Mark. Oh, look, I, I, I know you keep chipping me on my uh, seven-day work roster that I am on at the moment. So I do. I'm very think... sternly getting looks from Sally every week. Yes, I think it's about time you <laughs> shouted yourself a little holiday somewhere. Some of the hot deals with uh, Talking Travel, of course, Sally Lucas is here. She's just been deciding which ones to put on top, which ones to... <laughs> but look, we'll get through as many of them as we can, Sally. We will certainly try. We have been talking a little bit about Asia today. So this is a wonderful fly cruise package to Japan. And it's also taking in Vietnam, Singapore, uh, the Philippines, uh, Hong Kong. It's two back-to-back -back cruises on the spectrum of the seas. So it starts in Singapore. You do a 12-night cruise up to Japan, and then you do another one, and you back up in Singapore again with a couple of nights in Singapore at the beginning. You can extend at the end if you wish. There's no accommodation included at the end, just the beginning. So it's 26 nights in all and 24 nights on your cruise with airfares with Singapore Airlines. Now, this offer finishes on the um, 30th of November, and it starts from only four and a half thousand dollars per person. Twenty-six nights airfares 
two nights hotel, 24 yeah. nights cruising, Crunch all meals. numbers. <laughs> all, all meals mm. on your cruise. So just keep that in mind. That's a fabulous itinerary. Um, there's another one here which I love as well. It's Europe's Northern Isles. Now, this one is with um, Holland America Line, and you're getting, a, again, return air with Singapore Airlines to Amsterdam. You get three nights in Amsterdam and some sightseeing, and then you get a 14-night cruise on the vessel, the Rotterdam, and that's taking you on a sort of half-circumnavigation of, of Iceland, and you're going into the top of the islands above Scotland, and including Scotland, as well as Norway, and then back to Amsterdam. Air included again, as I said. You get three nights in Amsterdam plus your cruise, 17 nights all up, and that starts from a bit over $6,500. So, okay. again, very good value for money. Might just take that one over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one for you, Mark. These all finish on the 30th of November. It's a 14-night package. Now, it's a little bit dearer, but you're getting two nights in Barcelona and you're getting 10 nights on a brand-new vessel called the Norwegian Prima. Um, which is uh, the uh, Caribbean line. And um, that is a fabulous itinerary, which is going all the way again around the Riviera and finishing up in Italy. And that is starting from a bit under 7500 And lastly, but not leastly, there's one doing uh, the Aegean, which means you're flying into Athens with Qatar Airways. You get two nights, four-star Athens accommodation, and then you get a seven-night cruise on Celestial Crystal, a beautiful vessel, and that's cruising you all around Greece and Turkey and down as far as Santorini as well. And that starts from under 4500 as well, and that's you know, with your air. So all those are very good value for money. And for the ladies today, I have got a ladies-only tour of South Africa. Um, a lot of women are wanting this now that have either don't have a travelling partner or, you know, the, their husband is, might have passed away and they just don't want to travel on their own and they'd like to travel with, you know, like-minded women. Or, so, maybe, or maybe he just doesn't want to go. Oh, maybe he just doesn't want to go. That's right. Well, you'd be surprised. There are some... Nope, that's in football season. People, nope, off yeah, you go. Off you go. Or cricket season, whatever the case may be. Uh, this is this is a land-only tour, so you've got to put your own airfare with this. But this is a 15-day beautiful itinerary all the way through South Africa, doing all the things you would want to see that you can imagine from Port Elizabeth to Nysa to Oatsorn, Mossel Bay, Kruger National Park, the Drakensberg Mountains, Cape Town. I could go on and on and on. Fourth uh, of June next year, and it's from uh, just over three and a half thousand dollars per person twin share. And if you don't want a ladies-only tour, there's another. Uh, 12-day itinerary, which is doing South Africa April next year, which is including Victoria Falls as well and Zimbabwe, uh, as well as Johannesburg, Cape Town and a private game reserve. And that is just for anybody who wishes to travel. Of course, it's male or female. 28th of April next year, that's another one you might consider doing, which is a lovely itinerary. And that is from just under $4,500. There are lots of other offers on the moment, Mark. Um, the Blue Lagoon Cruises in Fiji have got an offer with 20% plus free cabin upgrades. And APT is uh, celebrating 95 years of being a proudly Australian-owned company with a heck of a lot of discounts with flights included and up to 50% off some of their, their river cruising, etc. So it's a good time to get in early for next year. And some of these go into 2024 as well. But basically the ones I've mentioned today are for next year. All right, plenty around, uh, lots of overseas stuff, bit of local there as well. And Sally, I'm not just if you caught this during the week, I saw the passport office put out some info that they're they're about halfway through the. Uh, there was a backlog of two million passports. They got through about half of those. A whole heap of staff on there. They're working through them, but gee, that'd be a tough gig at the moment, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. So look, honestly, just as a reminder to people, as a general rule of thumb, we need six months on our passport beyond our return date into Australia. 
That does vary a little with some countries. It's only three, but err on the side of caution. If your passport's getting close to that six months, please get in early because it could take a couple of months to get your passport. So if it's getting close to that renewal time, jump in there and get it done so you know it's there. You've got it for 10 years, so do it now. Don't wait and leave it till the last minute. Check the passport before you even ring Sally for a deal. Just about, that's about right, Mark, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yes, no, do, do it, please. Yeah, if it's any close to yeah, getting that six months, please you know, get in and get it renewed. All right, Sally, yeah, we're running out of time. So as always, thank you so much. You. And In fact, uh, you're taking a bit of a break over the next couple of weeks as well. Talking Travel will be here. It'll yes, be Barry it will be. Yes, it'll be Barry for a couple of weeks and then I'll come back and join you again after that. All right, for the run-up to... Dare I say the C word? Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, no. Christmas. Thanks, Sally. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Mark. All right. That's Talking Travel. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>